Hey, it's Nicholas Jesus, quarterback, and you're listening to Active 55. We're now speaking with Nicholas DeJesus, quarterback from Football North Clarkson Prep. He's joining me and Dakota on the phone today. Nick, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. How are you? Good, good, Dakota. Let the people know. Always li- just living the dream in quarantine, man. <laughs> uh, so, Nick, yeah, how, how, how are you doing? How's your family holding up with everything going on right now? We're doing pretty good, you know. I mean, everyone's staying at home. My dad's actually an essential worker, so every oh, wow. day he's going out there and kind of risking it, get that bread for the family. So, uh, you know, I'm staying home as much as I can. You know, obviously, like, I leave the house to go train and, like, I'll go up, to, I'll go see my mom and like, cause my parents don't live together. So my mom lives in Brampton and my dad lives in Innisfil. So I kind of like go back and forth seeing them, but that's the most I've been doing. You know, we just kind of stay at home. What kind of training have you been doing with, has your training regimen changed much or what have you been doing? Yeah. So usually, you know, obviously I'm in the gym, uh, this off season I've been training with coach Cannon and like, let me tell you that has been like the best training that I've had, like, in any of my off-seasons. It's, uh, it's, I've definitely seen, like, the best improvement from that. But now, without having the gym and without having a coach, like, he, he sent us some at-home workouts, which are, like, they really help out, and I've been doing those. But this is, like, this is the time now where you kind of get to see who really, like, wants to push themselves and who actually wants to better themselves every day because, like, at-home workouts are not fun. Like, I'm not enjoying doing 100 straight squats, you know, like 100 straight push-ups. Like, you're doing sets of that stuff and, like, going out for, like, hour runs. It's, it's not fun, but it's challenging, you know? So, like, my workout regimen has definitely changed from, like, not having that, I guess, like, the weight, like, the weight training aspect of it, but I still get after it every day any way that I can, you know? I just kind of make do with what I got. Well, I mean, we're all trying to make do, obviously, and uh, you know the mental toughness it takes uh, for yourself, and I'm sure uh, athletes at every level trying to cope with what's going now is uh, is, is tremendous. And uh, I'm sure for myself, Dakota, and everyone listening, um, just towards your, your father being an essential worker, thank you to him for obviously doing his role um, despite everything that's going on. Um, so I know we have a bunch of questions that we want to talk to you about, but the big one no, 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 no. Let's just get to it. Let's get to get, it right now. We're gonna hop to <laughs> drop the news. All right, it's 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 on it's online. You know, the, we're recording this ahead of time, but you know, it, it should be out in the open now. Dakota, Let us know where are you come in. Where are you going? York, you baby. I'm about to be a lion. Hey. Come on, now I'm about to be a lion. That's exciting. That's exciting, Nick. Congratulations, brother. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, really really excited to get that process started man like it's it's been a long time making this decision like we're all the way in april here and you know pretty much everyone else has has committed already but it was just one of those decisions where you know i had like it was a pretty tight battle with york and st mary's you know i'll give huge credit to st mary's they were a great school great group of coaches and it was just it worked out a lot better at york and I'm super excited to start it there, man. Like, they're, they're a program that, you know, hasn't got the light shined on them too much in the recent years, right? But, like, we're trying to put that back. We're trying to put Toronto back on the map, you know? Well, you're talking to two Toronto boys right now, so I know we love <laughs> we love hearing that. So, uh, so you mentioned St. Mary's. How long was it a two-dog race between St. Mary's and York? So, it was kind of a... 
a weird, uh, I guess, how it happened was kind of weird. So I made my top two back in, like, I think it was, like, February. And it was St. Mary's and Western. Hey, Stan Gang. Yeah, and, like, I, I love Western, too. I really did. But I think, uh, you know, they just kind of over-recruited, like, quarterbacks a lot there. And I wasn't, you know, I want to go in and, like, my goal of first year is to play. You know, like, I want to play first year and, like, again, who knows? But, like, you know, the competition's obviously great over there, but it just didn't work out with Western. And then I was just like, yeah, it's probably going to be St. Mary's, right? But I just – I didn't sign, you know? So I was just kind of up in the air with it. And uh, Coach Tommy Dennison is the man, let me tell you. This guy's the man. <laughs> He's, uh, him and I stayed in touch, like – since he was, he's been uh, messaging me and like you know, staying like recruiting me since U of T back in like last May. So we've had a pretty close relationship with each other, and like he always wanted me to like come out and play for him. So when he got the opportunity at York, it was kind of like I was hesitant because at first York wasn't really an option for me, right? But once I found out, like he literally made me he's like Nick just get on a zoom call with the coaching staff like i'm telling you like it'll change it'll change your mind because like i i committed to saint mary's on monday last monday and like i verbally committed to them i thought they were the school and then i just uh i guess with thinking and everything i opened i opened it back up and i'm actually very glad i did because there was a lot of stuff at york that i didn't i guess i didn't know was there you know they have a huge support model for their for their team you know and it's the developmental side is honestly it's amazing for what you're getting as a football player and student athlete so i think that's like i kind of went off on a little bit of a ramble there so Not, that's <laughs> perfect what even no, that, 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 that's, that's what we're here for that's perfect man so when you mentioned that you had you had committed to saint mary's last monday just thinking ahead to when this episode actually comes out that's probably i guess april the 6th around that time when you're mentioning you yeah. commit okay so around that time yeah, so then the the question that well many questions pop out uh when you were talking there but one in particular when you mentioned having western on your list going back to around February and then talking about some of the competition, how much of an impact, if any, did Evan Hillock decommitting from Guelph and then switching to Western have in your decision at, or did it play in at all? Oh yeah. So me and Evan was, uh, me and Evan were talking for a, uh, for a while. He's a baller, man. Like got to give hats off to him. You know, he, he led St. Thomas Moore out there. St. Thomas Moore, right? That's yeah. 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 And, he, he was leading them all through to, like, a bunch of championships and stuff. But uh, I actually, like, told Western that they weren't going to be, like, it was just wasn't going to work out before Evan committed. I think I told them, like, on a, I think we had a phone call on a Tuesday, and then, like, that Friday Evan committed. And I know Evan was telling me he was thinking about them, and then uh, I think also Ottawa as well. But, like, mm. super happy for him, man. Like, I think he's going to tear it up over there. They got... Western's got a great QB room too, man. You know, they got Dylan Tabone out there, Karis, Baffley. They got um man, the man from Mac. I don't know why I'm forgetting his name. But he's he's a stud too. So yeah, it it was good. You know, Western was kind of like a last minute option. Like not like they kind of came in, I think it was around January. My boy Deontay Knight, Dakota, you probably know Deontay from yeah. Football North. And uh he was like 
pressing me to go out there and like just take a visit. Like when I took a visit, man, honestly, like it was like wow, like this place is special. You know, the <laughs> culture there, like they just want to win. You know, G Marsh, absolute goat. You know, that guy is great. <laughs> so I, I really love Western out there, but I just don't know if it was the place for me. You know? No, definitely. Um, so then, what was the draw for St. Mary's? Because that seems for. Uh, an, a, a local uh, provincial talent like yourself wanting to go out of province that seems like a bit of a you know a rare thing these days particularly heading out east yeah so again same thing with St. Mary's like I honestly didn't know if it was going to be like that school like we were me and coach Colby were talking back in like November and I went out on my official in January and man that was a great official like, let me tell you I went out there with uh, my guy Keanu Brown, and uh, you know, hey Keanu he, Eagles, yeah, he's he's a dog, man. Let me tell you, he's a dog, and like we went out there, we had a great time, and like I I fell in love with Halifax. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> the like, but when did you wait, 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 wait? When did you go out? What time of the year? It was in January. <laughs> January oh, really? You you fell you fell in love with there in the winter time. That's surprising. <laughs> Man, I've been there in the winter. I've been there in the winter, and it's completely different. Like it's it's a cold, cold place. Yeah, but honestly, the weekend that we were there, I don't know. It was so mild. Like it was raining. It was raining a little bit, but like the the scenery out there, like it's just beautiful. Like I mean, the East Coast, the East Coast is gorgeous. I also went to the West Coast too, and like and like the fish there. We had some fresh fish. It was it was really good, but. The team, the team out there was really welcoming. You know, they had a great group of guys, and um, I really liked St. Mary's for that. But oh man, I'm going, I'm losing my train of thought. You guys gonna have to edit that out a little bit. <laughs> no, that's all good, man. Uh, so you know, you had you had you had uh, York, you had St. Mary's, you had Western at some point, and I imagine seeing Warren Crane do the TikTok dance. That was the real seller for you, right? Between that and Tommy Dennison. Yeah, when I seen Warren Crane hop on the TikTok wave, I said, all right, man, he's on, he's on a new wave. He's trying to go viral for something. I was like, let me, let me give this guy a call. Um, no, but speaking of recruiting, um, just for – because I feel like our audience has grown a lot with high school students. Can you speak a little bit more about the actual recruiting process? Because I feel like everyone thinks it's, oh, you get a call – you know, a couple snapshots with the jersey on. They put your name on the jumbotron and try and try and bring you on. But there's obviously a lot more to it. Could you maybe speak on that and what you kind of experienced, obviously in the East Coast and and with York in the last couple of weeks? So, yeah, I guess in the last couple of weeks, let me tell you, it's been crunch time, like crunch time for real. Like I'm getting phone calls every single day, like conference calls, like you know, two three times a day. Like literally, like last week was every single day of the week. So. Uh, like again, I am not complaining at all because like I am blessed, you know, to even be in a position to have a choice. You know, like a lot of kids who aspire to play football at any level or the next level sometimes only have one choice or no choice. You know, so it was a blessing to be able to decide, right? But it just gets stressful because at this point, this is probably the biggest decision I've ever made in my life, and outweighing all the options you know and then you, you kind of when you overthink a little bit you kind of start thinking about the what is and for me uh you know you got basically you just have like 
two two schools. If it's like two schools, you know, like you have one school telling you great things about themselves, and then like you know they're probably like saying some bad things about the other school, and the other school is doing the same thing, right? And they're gonna tell you, I'm not necessarily what you want to hear, but you know they're not gonna obviously like put the negative up front and you know kind of present the negative to you like yeah like um because they obviously want you to come to their school right but i found that, that i was blessed to have st mary's and york and it's like kind of crunch time because both coaches that i was like all coaching staff that i was dealing with from both schools were very genuine like you know when i gave them both the call and i you know i told them that i wasn't going to commit you know, I was like, I wasn't going to go and I was going to go to the other school. Like, they wished me nothing but success. You know, I told them, obviously, I don't want to burn that bridge. Like, you build such a, like, a great relationship with a coach. You know, you you don't want it to just be ruined because I'm going to choose something over me. But that's not how it was. You know, like, I was spreading that call, man. Like, I was call, <laughs> I, when I called St. Mary's, I was like, bro, like, I like, I just, if you, you feel like kind of bad in your heart. I don't know. But they were real cool with it. You know, they're happy for me. And, that just shows like how much of like how much of a real coach they are you know like they truly want what's best for you like coach colsey coach tommy canuchas they just got a their new oc there he we haven't spent too much time talking but like over the past like i'd say about a month he's been there like him and i developed a good relationship as well i'm like that's that's a great coach man it's a real good coach now, on, now sorry, on the recruiting go, go ahead, Zach. Oh, sorry. Um, I, I was just curious because, um, once again, Dakota and I, both Toronto guys, did the component yeah. of, obviously, the University of York's a little bit north of the downtown area, but you have the TTC. The subway comes right out to uh, the university. Did the proximity yeah. to the downtown core play in for you at all, just thinking about where you're going to live for the next, you know, four or five years of your life and perhaps longer? No, not really. Like, for me, I know that football is going to be a seven-day-a-week job for me, you know, all day. So, like, obviously you want to go out and you want to go have fun with the boys, you know, after, like, wins or whatever. But for me, I've, I've, grown, up, I've grown up north of the city. I've grown up west of the city. Like, I've kind of lived and I've been in the city a lot. So, honestly, like, for me, it's not like I have that, like, how do I say it, like, that, like amazement like wow mm. in toronto you know it's, it's, it's toronto like there's, there's great things i love the city man i absolutely love the city but it wasn't it wasn't a big deciding factor for me but speaking of you obviously you know it is toronto and you you've been here do you feel any you know added pressure playing for a big city because i feel like other than the success that that clay has had and obviously brett for york in recent history um, that U of T in York, they're kind of, you know, they're big city programs, but nothing really comes of, you know, nothing, York doesn't do anything. U of T doesn't do anything really. Do you feel any pressure to, you know, kind of take them out of that, you know, bottom tier to maybe, you know, make a playoff run the next couple of years? Or is it just, you know, another job, another kind of team for you? Well, not, not, not necessarily I feel pressure. But there's, there's always going to be, like, I guess, pressure. But, like, I don't want to put pressure on myself because, like, that's just added pressure, I guess, from, like, you know, the outside factors. But, um, again, I want to – I kind of want to just have my own path. You know, I don't want to have to live up to anyone's name. Like, Clay Stud, like, I've I always looked up to Clay since I met him. 
I haven't met Brett, but I've heard he's a really good player. So, you know, those are their legacies, and they've done what they've done with their teams, right? But I think everyone's opportunities are different. Everyone's, like, you know, the, the challenges that everyone faces is different. So I'm going in it with a level head. You know, obviously my goal is to bring rings back and, you know, some silverware. I don't know what they call trophies now, whatever. Today <laughs> And, you know, obviously bring it back to the city because both York and Toronto, they haven't been winning programs. And, you know, like, you can say whatever you want, but obviously you can't hide it, right? Like, and I think for a city like Toronto, where we take pride in our sports, but we kind of struggle with our teams, you know, except the Raptors, you know, we the North. But, <laughs> like, we definitely, we definitely got to bring back some more championships and, like, kind of I guess I guess get that culture going again like where everyone's excited about that program like I don't know if the people in the city are excited about like really excited about York or really excited about Toronto you know it's just kind of I think the local the local sports teams right now and you know the, the I'm sure the schools like the schools got pride in it but like let's get the you know all the people around in the community have something to come out to on like a Saturday afternoon Saturday evening you know uh, no, I love yeah, it. Obviously, oh, go ahead, Dakota. I'm, I'm going to steal this from you, Zach. Obviously, um, you know, it's, it's important to bring some excitement back into the city, but let's speak about your excitement. As, you know, as a quarterback, you know, is there any extra excitement to be able to potentially, well, not potentially, you are going to be uh, playing with Tommy Dennison as the OC, who is known for, uh, you know, putting bombs out there, we'll just say. Not a lot of run, a lot of bombs sort of thing. Yeah, um... Let me tell you, from the moment that I met Tommy, I knew he was like a great guy and everything. And when we sat in the film room and he showed me what he could do, uh, man, I, I was salivating. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I'm watching this stuff and I'm like, wow, like you're telling me like you're gonna beat this defense with like just the way you line up. Like it just it makes it simple. And like when your offense is simple, you're gonna be able to like you don't have to think. You just kind of react and you move fast, right? And that's a key thing with York. Like, I think we got the best, like, the best back end in the country. Like, our receivers are loaded, our running backs are loaded, and our line is young, athletic. Like, if we're moving fast, which Tommy's offense allows, like, the players to do, we're going to be cooking teams. Like, and I don't want to, like, to sound like coffee or anything. That's what I'm just saying. Like, it's, <laughs> You're it's just excited. It should, yeah, it should happen, you know? And, like, what Tommy's done, like, you know, he's he's turned, I guess, offenses from, like, the bottom end offenses to, you know, top 10 offenses at St. Mary's and at UFT this year. Well, and now, sorry, I'll just say real quick there, you, you know, you mentioned the talent at the uh, the back end and obviously Dakota mentioning the name of Brett Hunchak. And, of course, everyone remembers his brother Colton Hunchak at receiver who uh, I believe oh, yeah. is still in the CFL. Uh, and, of course, just some other dogs that they've had there at the skill position over the years despite not having the success. Um, so one guy in particular that, uh, unless I am missing something uh, in the up you know any updated reports but one particular uh teammate of yours or future teammate of yours has a bit of a tricky last name so he's also probably one of your bigger tar targets i'm gonna throw a quick little spelling beyond you can you spell luther hakuna vanhu okay hold on you gotta say that again <laughs> it's like i can't spell hakuna vanhu <laughs> number 81 for the york lions big old target mr luther hakuna vanhu 
Hakuna Family. H A K U Hakuna. Yeah, M A what V A M H U. On the money, on the freaking money, like all those balls, I'm sure you're gonna be throwing to Luther yeah. in the end zone for Sorry, Lions touchdowns. <laughs> um, now, all joking aside, one of the big questions, because in these off-season walkthrough tours Dakota and I have been doing, you are I now now think the fourth or maybe fifth football North player we've had the pleasure of sitting down with. So I'm just curious what your take is on your experience with Football North and how that sort of prepared you for moving into the next level. Obviously, you've yet to really experience it, but just in terms of the recruiting process and just every part of that. Yeah, man, um, Football North, I would say, played the biggest role of my high school experience in developing me as a football player, as a man, like that, Honestly, I'm so grateful for that opportunity. Like, I came, I went to a, like, I went to Nantire Shores in grade nine, and I played, I played one year there, right? And it was like, it wasn't like the greatest level of football, you know? Like, I think it was a great start for me to come in high school, get that confidence up. And then Coach Larry Justanis, he, uh, he coached me, or sorry, he recruited me at Ontario Prospect Challenge, and, uh, I remember I met him, I think it was uh, Valentine's Day, like, a couple years ago. And, uh, man, I don't know. I'll never forget that moment. Like, he came up to me, he shook my hand. He's like, man, you got a great handshake. Like, you know, let's talk about Clarkson Football North. And I'm like, what is what is Clarkson? Like, Clarkson Football North? I was like, where is that? And uh, so ever since then, like, I went in as a like, 15-year-old playing with the guys who were, like, 19 and the uh, you know, that experience alone, just being a younger quarterback with a bunch of guys who are older around you, like teaching you and like the level of competition obviously skyrocketed from playing in Innisville, Ontario to playing with the best guys out of like every city in Canada and Ontario, right? So that with the coaching of Larry, coaching of Adam Rita was our OC the first year and Coach Rita was, I, honestly, I could say he's the greatest coach I think of all time in Canada. You know he's got he's got the medals to back it up. He's got the the stuff to back it up, and uh, he he played a pivotal role in developing me and like helping me with my reads. And you know honestly, like a big part of it too is just like helping lead those guys. You know, like when you're 15, 16 years old, and you got guys who are you know 18, 19, all around you, it's 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 kind of hard to be a bigger voice and you know lead the team and get that harmony in your offense, but you know, props to my team too. Those guys are some OGs, and uh, they, you know, our offense was cooking that year. Let me tell you. And then, same thing with the second year. You know, we got Jamie Lalonde comes in as the OC, and we still light stuff up. We go in no huddle, and uh, again, practicing against the best defense in Canada every day, and going out to play against all these top teams in America was just huge to my I guess my development as a football player like the American game moves a lot faster than the Canadian game just because it's smaller field you know and then especially at the high school level I'm sure at the like the university level it, it'll kind of even out a little bit but the high school level like you know all these guys are competing for that division one division two scholarship and it's like in the states if you don't if you don't make that like if you don't get your scholarship then you know most of those guys don't make it out and it's like in Canada, you know, you got 
you always know like the Canadian universities, you know, like if you're if you're a solid football player, like if not getting a scholarship, you can still go and play. But like most of those guys that we were going and play against had, you know, like I guess they came from poverty and everything and like football is their way out. So like let me tell you, when you're playing against these guys, they're coming to to kill you. So it was it was good. Like we played Saint Francis in Maryland and they were ranked I think second nationally. They had a bunch of guys who committed to Alabama, uh, Michigan, like just all power five schools. And like, we, we, we got, you could probably guess the outcome of that game. I'm not going <laughs> to say it, but it was, it was good though, man. It was a great experience, you know, traveling with the team every Thursday. We would hop on a bus and man, those bus rides were long, but with the right people, like, which, like I said, our teams are always great. Like, with the right people and just kind of make it make it happen I remember one time actually I had a I had a concussion and we were playing St. Xavier me and Dakota were up in the booth Dakota I know you were you were out here <laughs> calling plays the defense man. we were <laughs> visioning that and by like the I think it was like third quarter I think I was starting like a quarterback got injured and my guy Kyle Wither came in and he's like 13, 14, those two passing touchdowns. I'm like, wow, bro, this guy's got to be a go. He's, he's got D1 <laughs> bags now, but he's got D1 bags now. He's like, I think like 16, 17. So, yeah, but Football North, I kind of got a little off topic, but Football North was definitely a huge part of my success and exposure because realistically, like when you're playing against all that high competition, and you can show that on film that you're still producing against that competition. Like that's, you know, coaches want to see that and coaches want to see you compete at the highest level possible. Right. So, you know, hats off to football North. Yeah, I, th- I think, I think a big thing uh, with football North that, or even just prep schools in general that people don't really notice is the way they do prepare you for uh, the next level. Um, you know, there's, there's tons of great talented high school kids and great athletes out there. But Nick, and maybe you can touch on this a little more. The the time spent in the film room and in the weight room for you know Clarkson Prep Football North is crazy amounts compared to any other high school that I've ever been a part of. Yeah, so um, I guess I can kind of like contrast. Like my grade thirteen year, I went to Lawn Park, and like they're like known as a like a high level Canadian football school, right? And like the weightlifting and the film and everything. Like, the film, like, we watch film at Lewin Park, but, like, we didn't, like, do too much weightlifting or anything. And, like, that's just... But that's probably, like, a lot in, you know, Canadian stuff. But the prep, like, the prep program, like, off-season or even in-season, we'll talk in-season, you know? You finish class, you got study hall for, like, 45 minutes to an hour, and you got another... You got film and meetings for another hour, hour and 20. And... Now, about like an hour, hour and 20 with like the long days and like, you know, Larry like had to push us, you know, but the, we got like a film and the film is great because you're, if you really think about it, you're in a film room with someone who's gone through all this high level football, you know, they've played in the pros, they've somebody who's coached the pros and you're, you know, 15 to like 19 and you're absorbing all of this at that age when other kids your age who are in that program per se are you know absorbing it from like 
a volunteer coach, which is okay. You know, you're still watching that film, but it's, you know, the level of football obviously can show for itself, right? Their knowledge of the game that, you know, you're learning day in and day out. So that helped me out a ton. And then in the off season, man, we go hard. Like football North goes hard. We, we went in, I think, I think, well, on Monday to Thursday, we have workouts after school. So same thing, study hall. And then we work out for like two hours. So you'd be in me off school every day from like eight to six, seven ish. So the, the weightlifting was great too. You know, Larry has a great strength and conditioning program there. He runs the SST and, uh, you know, a lot of unique ways of training and like the team atmosphere of lifting versus lifting on your own. Like, don't get me wrong. I love to lift on my own. I love to, you know, kind of just put my headphones on and zone in and focus. But when you got the guys that you go to war with, when you got the guys who, you know, like you love as brothers and everybody's like yelling at you, like to push it for like that extra rep or, you know, to get that max, that max weight, like it just gives you some type of energy that if you haven't been in that situation before, it's like, I just can't explain it, you know? And like, I'm sure, you know, if you played football, you guys would know that, right? And like, that's just, I don't know. Like that's it's big. It's really big in the weight room in the off season. No, for sure. And and I'm actually when I was I played at the University of Guelph, and I think during my third year we had Larry with SST come in to work with our team. So I know the energy environment and just overall success that his training brings. Um, so that's awesome that you got to experience that for so many years. Um, so Nick, from your time at Football North or at any of the other places, Lauren Park or or you mentioned as well. Um, playing for Heronia any type of legacy that you're hoping to leave for the whether it's at the quarterback position or just anyone trying to sort of fill in the 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 space you've left from those teams uh yeah man like one of my goals you know I like to see every day is like to inspire someone and however I could do that that's kind of like my goal and what I see as being a football player you know I, when I get to the top, when I, you know, I'm balling out, I want to be able to, uh, you know, inspire those who are coming up as well. And a huge thing for, like, young players, especially these days, like, everybody gets kind of get caught up in the social media. And that's, I guess, mentally, it could mess you up both ways of, like, either not thinking you're good enough because you see all these other guys getting these offers and, you know, it could be kind of demoralizing or you might be thinking you're too good and like you kind of get on like a high horse. So like, I think for everyone who has aspirations of playing at the next level, whether it be D1, D2, you know, CIS, anything, I think the best thing would like, the advice I could give you is just get better by like 1% every day. You know, every single day, chip away at it. You don't have to do some tremendous thing every single day because like I said, that's harder to be consistent but if, as long as you're consistent and you're humble every single day that's what's going to get you to your goal you know just every single day you get up by one step and you know if you're prepared and you're ready then you don't have to get ready so um when your opportunity does come you can seize it right away and also i guess another thing would be don't ever like undermine an opportunity or when a coach hits you up like this is speaking from like my advice like when a coach hits you up don't just big time them just because they're 
D2 or, you know, the CIS just because you think you're going to go D1, you know? Like, every single coach that hits you up or anyone who is, I guess, taking the time out of their day to recognize your talent, you know, thank them, be thankful for it, and at least explore the opportunity because you never know what could come out of it. You never know what's going to happen in your life. And, uh, yeah, that's just big, especially like on the recruiting part. For sure. And, hey, I, I love the message, especially for young players, particularly still in high school, because I think with the pressure to perform constantly and just be great every single day, uh, especially when you look at the weight room component of things, I think you get a lot of people at a young age trying to do things that they're really not ready for. But with time, as you said, that 1% every single day, you will, over time, get to those goals and you'll get there healthier than you would have been if you just tried to force the thing ahead. So I, I love I love you uh, spreading that message, Nick. <clears throat> Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Just trying to spread love, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. You know, you, you mentioned in talking about the ways that Football North prepares you, one being the travel and... Uh, which I think is going to be big for you going to York because if I'm seeing this correct, I just pulled up the schedule. You go to Carleton and to Ottawa uh, this coming year, of course, knocking on wood that we do get our OUA season uh, come the fall. Um, have you had much time to look at the York Lions schedule for 2020? Um, any any games that really excite you? Obviously, you know we're assuming that you you get a starting spot or you're dressing or whatever it is. Uh, any games or any teams that you're looking forward to uh, matching up against? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, the schedule is great. You know, we got a great schedule, and uh, I like that. There's a lot of games that are not like I guess local, but they're in driving distance of York, you know? So, like, we have a strong fan base out there, and, like, my family could come watch, which is good. But one of the ones that I'm really excited about is the the red – I think it's called the red and blue game or the red and blue bowl, like, where we play UFC. Like, I know that's going to be a sick night. Varsity Stadium, I'm pretty sure it's in at UFC, UFC Stadium. And I know the level of energy that, like, their, their fans bring out there is pretty cool, and, like, it'll be a nighttime game, so – later in the season too because like you know obviously um that'll give me more time to kind of get in and get used to it so and plus just seeing clay play like i know that's gonna be an absolute shootout that guy's gonna be putting the ball in here all day so i think that'll be like one of the the best games you know also playing uh laurier too you know laurier's got a great defense that'll be a, and i think it's at laurier as well yep um. Yeah. So, Laurier will be a really fun and exciting game. Guelph's our home opener. Or I don't know if it's a home opener, but it's our season opener. And uh, same thing with them. Great team. They got crazy D line, man. Oh man. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, you know, like I'm, I'm really excited. Our schedule's great. The Ottawa games are going to be awesome as well because I think having that travel with the team is. It's great for the, like, the, the building of, like, that camaraderie, you know? And, like, even though you're with the guys all the time, you know what I mean? Like, you're going to be you're gonna be building that relationship with everyone and, like, you know, harmonizing with each other. But I think, uh, you know, those bus rides are something different, man. If you come home with a win, oh, yeah, come on. <laughs> those, bus rides, those bus rides are something else, man. They're special, you know? Like, that's one thing I really miss about football north was you know like every game you had a bus ride you know so like you got to get creative with those long rides and like it's always it's always a good time always a good time 
I mean, unless you're a coach on the bus, it, you know, sometimes it's it's not so fun. You got you guys can be a little loud, you know. <laughs> Man, I remember one time. It was last year. We had we got held up at the border. At like we were on our way to Cincinnati to play San Xavier, which is like not last year, maybe like two years ago, like my third year at football north. And uh, we were being so loud that because we got held up at the border for like three hours because our bus, like whatever, and. Then we were going to Applebee's, and our coaches made us do up down <laughs> before we ate at Applebee's for like 25 minutes. I'm, it's like 9:30. We're on the grass in front of Applebee's. I'm like, bro, I'm just so hungry. <laughs> but that was just like one of the funniest like moments, man. That's just crazy. Oh yeah. Um. Well, then I, you know, I, and not just coaches, but also just as you get. Uh, a little older as a player, I remember the bus rides in my fourth and fifth year didn't feel quite as good as in my first and second year. But uh, no doubt, the bonding and the continuity, as you mentioned, with uh, with your brothers out there, is really what makes it all worthwhile. And of course, of course, coming home with the W is uh, you know nothing tops that. Um, so you know, for uh, for two of us here, uh, you know, thank you so much for taking the time, Nick, to uh, chat with us. Um, to yourself, to your family, you know, your father, stay, uh, stay safe, stay healthy with everything going on. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing you in some York Lions, red and black next Wait, year. Wait, Zach, Zach, oh, yeah. Zach, Zach, Zach. Yeah. Does this mean I, I have to stop talking shit about York now? Uh, Wait, what? You should talk shit about York. <laughs> you can you can talk you can talk whatever shit you want, man. Because listen, we're coming we're coming to prove all the haters wrong, like. You know, I'm fresh on the team, but I already know that, like, the culture and the goal on the team, like, you know, a lot of the pretty young team and all those guys are hungry, you know, we're hungry to, like, I guess stop that stimulus of, like, you know, your team, that team you just kind of beat. Like, nah, man, like, we're coming. You guys can talk all you want, but we're coming. No, I, lo- I love we're it, coming, man. man. Pro- prove everyone wrong. And uh, we are hoping to speak with some of your teammates in the uh, coming weeks as well. So it'll be great to get their take as well. And uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, hopefully, uh, you know, a nice surprising season from the York Lions this coming year. So best of luck in all your training, regardless of whether it's at home or hopefully in the coming weeks in a more regular fashion. But best of luck uh, moving forward, Nick. Thank you, man. God bless. And uh, thank you guys for having me out here at the 55. Uh, Definitely stay in touch. For sure, man. Anytime you want to be on.